I gotta wonder at that comment about the uniqueness of breakfast tacos. Really? I am not a taco. I am a human being. It's true, you know. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. And this is Right Angle, brought to you on this Taco Tuesday by the members of (laughs) BillWhittle.com. As you may have already heard, uh, first doctor lady, Dr. Jill Biden, gave a little speech to a uh, Hispanic group in San Antonio, Texas, and it didn't really go very well. Apologies were issued, basically. She was speaking at the Latinx, you know, that new made up word, Latinx. I'm not sure, actually, if it's pronounced Latinx or Latinx. I really hope it's not (laughs) Latinx. Anyway, she was speaking at, I swear this is what it was called, the Latinx Inclu-Action Luncheon. They put the extra X in inclusion uh, in San Antonio. And what she said was the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogotas of the Bronx, She tried to say bodegas and failed. As beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio is your strength. Um, Guys, the, the, the National Association of Hispanic Journalists, this is not a conservative group, issued a statement almost immediately that said, we are not tacos I swear to you, (laughs) the statement said we are not tacos. Our heritage as Latinos is shaped by various diasporas, cultures and food traditions do not reduce us to stereotypes. Wow. And I'm really on their side with this one. Uh, Bill, did you ever imagine to live in a country where a journalist group would have to say we are not tacos to the first lady? My only hope is that he did it on his knees while raising his fists to heaven. You know, that's that's all I that's all I have to say about it. If you're going to make a statement like that, we are not tacos. Um, no, they're not. They're not tacos. Um, and uh, and I, I cannot I can't speak for the Republican Party. If I could, we'd never lose another election. But uh <laughs> I can speak as a conservative and, and a person who's spoken to large groups of people for quite a long time now. Uh, I would never make a gaffe like that. Like you would not hear you would not hear that kind of gaffe from me. I'm sure two hundred other different kinds of gaffes. Right. But that kind of gaffe <laughs> you you would not get. And and the reason you wouldn't get it from me is because I don't think of of people that way. I don't. I've never once gone to an, uh, any audience I've ever spoken to. I've never viewed as anything other than a collection of individuals and and um, and pretty much Americans, with the exception of when I spoke in Ottawa, and then I um, I still spoke to them as individuals. Um, it's we mentioned in the backstage show, Steve, that the left who talks about how uh, sensitive they are about uh, in, you know diversity, inclusion, you know uh, treating all these different ethnic groups with profound respect seems to keep making those mistakes. And the reason they keep making those mistakes is because they're the racists. They're the, they're the people that, that have determined that you're, you're, what you think, who you are, is determined by your skin color and your ethnicity. That's why they're trying to force this Latinx thing down people's throats. It is a political uh, term that no one ever used before. Nobody 
particularly wants to use. And you, what was that? What was that monstrosity of a word that you called that they called the inclusion ex? <laughs> well, yeah, I got to look it up. Incluexion. <laughs> I'm winging it here. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's just say that as long as they continue to, to play this uh, race card, people who they are speaking down to are aware of it. And, um, and I think really the only thing I can say about it is, is there's so much of this coming out from the Democrats now that in November they are heading straight for a disaster lexicon, the likes of which they have never seen in our nation's history. Uh, well, I think there's one thing we can all agree on that uh, Asians sure do love that curry. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get us banned off of YouTube. Uh Scott, Jim Garrity over at uh, National Review had what might have been the most charitable take on this. And even that was not all that charitable. He wrote that uh, First Lady Jill Biden, I'm sorry, First Doctor Lady, Dr. Jill Biden has no discernible animosity, ill will or hatred towards Latinos. What Jill Biden does have is a certain tone deafness and presumptuous toward them and likely toward lots of other people, along with far too much confidence that every word that drips from her lips is a gift on par with manna from heaven. And I think maybe that is why she flubbed the apology that was issued hmm. Uh, uh, I think within hours, certainly within within half a day, she did not issue the apology. Uh, it wasn't even an official issuance. Her press secretary, Michael LaRosa, went on Twitter to say the first lady apologizes that her words conveyed anything but pure admiration and love for the Latino. No X community. Um, do you think that kind of a go to Twitter and try and pretend it never happened thing is going to wash? Or does she have an actual problem on her hands here? Well, I think when you have an authenticity problem, which is what she had there, I mean, clearly she was speaking outside of the realm of her um, lived experience and trying to connect with people in an artificial way uh, that became immediately evident. Uh, you know, the best way that you can apologize for doing something inauthentic is have somebody else do it for you. <laughs> Like, I think that uh, nailed it. That's at least consistent. Uh, let me just say it that way: being as charitable as possible to the the uh, Doctor First Lady. Um, you know, it, it, it's interesting because the whole problem arises because uh, there's really no such thing as Latino, and that's not to denigrate anybody. It's just that nobody really thinks of themselves as Latino. If your ancestors come from a particular country, you may identify with that. Or if they came from Puerto Rico, uh, part of the United States, you may identify as being of Puerto Rican heritage, of Mexican heritage, of Colombian heritage, of El Salvadoran heritage, whatever. You identify that way. The reason why Latino exists is as a political coalition building effort, because it's not helpful to politicos that these folks all see themselves uh, kind of genetically and in heritage wise in terms of their country of origin. They need to be seen as a block that has power and they need to, it needs to be cheaper to speak to them if you're a politician so that you can speak to them as if they were a whole block. You don't have to go through the hassle 
of learning anything about anybody's home country or anything. Um, it's a lot easier if you can just say, oh, you speak Spanish? Well, you must be Latinx. Um, so that that's just a, a fiction that was devised uh, by politicians. And I don't care. Somebody's going to comment, on, no, no, no. The person who coined the term was a genuine Latino. I don't care who coined the term. It's being used in a way that is for political manipulation. And Dr. Biden was doing that very thing as she spoke to that group, which sounds like, I don't know anything else about the group, but it sounds like that's what they're doing too, that they're trying to create this coalition and and cobble together these people and make it seem like they're all unified behind one thing. You do much better as a politician if you actually speak to the hopes and dreams of individuals, as Bill was talking about. I mean, it's one thing to go to a group of people who have a common um, you know, job, for example, or a common way of life like farming or something like that and speak to them in terms that they could understand as farmers. But you wouldn't go to a group of farmers and try to connect with, you know, the Germanic heritage of some of the farmers in, in the upper Midwest or something. Uh, you would you would beclown yourself. And, and that's what she's done here and then made it worse through the apology. So uh, enough of the political organizing of people. And why don't you just talk to people from your actual experience and be honest about who you are. Now, by the way, Steve, I, yeah. I, I, maybe you guys can help me figure this out. Uh, of course, I live in California, so that's probably not going to happen. Um, when we fill out uh, government documents or, or things of that nature out here, um, we, we have to tick a box for our race. And then so that one of those boxes that you can tick is Latino. And then there's another question where you have to answer your ethnicity, hmm. Hispanic or non-Hispanic. And I thought, well, isn't that, isn't that special? <laughs> you know, they get two goes at it. And, uh, and, and you, you look at this and you just think, why is this question? Didn't you just ask this question? Yes, but we have a larger net that we want to throw, you know, so that we... So, what I'm trying to say is the Democrats aren't just trying to get the breakfast tacos. They're trying to get the fish tacos. They're trying to they're trying to get the 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 the, the hard shell tacos. They're trying to get all of these tacos, and I just wish they'd stop doing it. Yeah, I, and I gotta wonder at that comment about the uniqueness of breakfast tacos. Really? Hmm. Yeah, they're pretty much the same everywhere. That's it's just it's it's as though her speech writers and this was a prepared text, by the way, she was not winging this. She's reading yeah. off the teleprompter. Um, it's as though they went, OK, what's something those uh, Latins down in San Antonio like? Oh, I bet it's tacos. <laughs> exactly. And uh, oh, exactly. and in, in New York, what are the Latins like in New York? Oh, they like to shop at the Bogodas. OK, yes. fine. We'll stick. We'll stick that in there, too. She should have complimented um, their just, diversity like jets and sharks, you know, like it's all very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been beautiful. That I would have applauded. Um, you know, we've said a lot of mean things here. All, all three. Even Scott was was not as charitable as he usually is. And just in case you think uh, the three of us uh, individually or in aggregate have been a little too harsh on uh, first lady, Dr. Dr. Jill Biden. I would like to actually show you the clip. It's only about 20 seconds long. Here it is. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, 
as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio.